The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Okay, it's time for our weekly music spot and we are joined as ever by D-Ready and John Cadell. So John, how excited are you to hear that Bruce Springsteen is coming back yet again to Ireland? Not as excited as I was to hear you asking a competition question. I think you missed your calling as a, <laughs> as a quiz show host, Steady Matt. On. <laughs> um, uh, I have often said it on this show, the world is a better, more uh, comfortable place when the boss is active and it's great to see him coming back to uh, to Ireland. And indeed, the second and third concert, you, oftentimes Ireland gets the... The, the glorified sound check. A lot of people sort of start their tours in Ireland, but uh, he's he's playing second and third gigs in Dublin in the RDS. Which uh, I'm delighted May. because when I last saw him in the RDS, it was just absolutely brilliant. Went to Croke Park and I felt the sound in Croke Park did not match the RDS experience. What year did you see him? Was that the first time you reunited with the E Street Band in 99 mm. I saw? Oh, no, no. It's about 2016. 2014 okay. or 2016. Yeah, yeah. No, the RDS, he's, he's played there many times. He's played there, I think, on the Tunnel of Love Tour. He played Slane in 84 and I think the RDS on the Tunnel of Love Tour. And I saw He him did. That was about 1988. 88, yes. Uh, the Tunnel of Love Express and I saw him in the RDS he had just gotten the E Street Band back together and this was their sort of their back together tour Yeah, and he was incredible I I do think the boss plays for too long I don't think no matter who you are if you're going to be on stage for more than two hours See, let I would me know. say that's value for money it was about three hours the last no, time I saw him in the RDS No I think no. Can you let Dee talk for sorry, a second Sorry Dee I asked Dee Dee what do you think <laughs> I actually think I'm with you on this one, Matt. Like, absolute value for money. And what's amazing about it as well, and longtime fans of his will know this, you know, he's he's playing Barcelona, Dublin, Paris, Oslo, Copenhagen, and he won't have the same set list any of those nights, no doubt. Um, and I think that's one of the most amazing things that you feel when you're at a Springsteen gig or an E Street Band gig, that you, A, you're getting value for money, but you're getting an experience that nobody else is going to get either. Um, And I will say he's playing next year on May 5th and May 7th. And one of those dates happens to be a landmark birthday for me. So I'm looking at you guys to bring me out to celebrate. (laughs) Very good. A listener says the boss played Slane in 1985. Sorry, yes, it was the Born in the USA tour. It was Dylan in 84 and Queen in 86. Yeah, sorry. Okay, all right. Well, we look forward to that. Uh, Bruce Springsteen arriving in Ireland next year. Now, there was very sad news yesterday. One of the great figures of Cork music, Colin Colin, died at the age of 61. Uh, Micro Disney, the Fatima Mansions were the two great groups that he fronted as the songwriter on, the singer. Let's hear a little bit of Micro Disney, Birthday Girl.
Okay, Micro Disney, one of the great bands of the 1980s, John. Yeah, and a band who sort of who should have been bigger than they were. I think they they probably got sidelined. They were signed to Rough Trade. They probably got sidelined uh, for the Smiths when the Smiths started to break big. You know, that was a space that Micro Disney and Carl Cochran could easily have uh, slotted into. But he was always he was always. Uh, uncompromising he would say that himself he you know he did whatever it was that he wanted to do whether it was commercial suicide or not he was also I mean even just the last couple of days it reinforced for me reading I was reading a couple of old interviews Hot Press put one up and he was just fiercely intelligent absolute you know and an absolute 100% belief in what he was doing and only did what it was that he wanted to do uh, he also was famous for uh, for ringing up journalists uh, following album reviews to tell them, you know, you, you missed the point. You've, you've, he, he didn't suffer fools gladly. And I know of at least three journalists who never wanted to review a Cahill Coughlin album because if they got anything wrong, that he would actually be on the phone to them to say, no, that's not what that means. And you missed the point of that one. After my Disney, there was the Fatima Mansions. And mm. this is the track, Only Losers Take the Bus. That, if I remember rightly, was something, D, that uh, Margaret Thatcher had made a comment in that era about losers taking the bus. Uh, if you were over the age of 30 and were still taking the bus, you were a loser in life. Uh, Col Collin was an exceptionally political writer of songs. Yeah, that's right. I mean, look, he, he even had an apartheid era album called We Hate You, South Africa. Um, and then there's a, a word oh, I probably bastards. shouldn't say. Yeah, bastards. say like, we hate that. you, South African just, bastards, like, which sure. was from the apartheid era. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, he's, he's somebody that absolutely never shied away um, from the political side of things, as well as that I think when he supported U2 with Fatima Mansions, um, he got quite, there was quite a bit of controversy controversy because he was bringing uh, a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary on stage with him and had interactions with the statue that people weren't best pleased with. So, yeah, absolutely someone who was prolific and political and seems to have done it in a way that's just infinitely credible. Like, you know, anybody that has, has spoken about his passing on social media or publicly in the last few days has just had nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah, I think The Clock Comes Down the Stairs from 1985 still mm. gets name-checked regularly as one of the greatest albums ever. That was from Micro Disney, one of the great Irish albums. Mm. Uh, of course, recently he produced New Money, uh, Telefiche. And uh, this is a track uh, which invokes another famous Corkman. Uh, this is The Symphonies of Danny LaRue. Down in London town Past the amulets around Well, oil, social blend Can be announced through champing teeth and cotton mouths. When I get money, I know what I'll do. The symphonies of Danny. Larry. 
really interesting the way the music progressed mm. after, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, that's uh, Garrett Lee, also known as Jack Knifley, a uh, very, very uh, in-demand producer who was the collaborator with uh, Carl Cochran on that album. And he had released an album uh, in 2020 as well, Matt, songs of, uh, called Songs of Coaklin, which was his first, uh, his first album in quite a while. I think when he played in the National Concert Hall there a number of years ago as yeah. well, there was an enormous, well, certainly there was an enormous court contingent in yeah. Dublin turned out for that as mm. well. So rest in peace to him. OK, uh, let's move on to other issues. Um, we're going to talk about Ed Sheeran and Denise Chalia releasing a song together, Dee. Yeah, so this is um, news that came out last Wednesday. So they just didn't get it out in time for our our, our music news last week, um, Matt. But she tweeted last Wednesday to say, I did a song with Ed Sheeran. I live in a world where that's a thing I can say. What a mad secret that was to keep. Um, So it's coming out tomorrow um, and she'll be sharing a pre-save link um, when she can. Um, But yeah, I think this is great. I have to say, Matt, like Denise is someone who has seen great success here in Ireland. You know, she won the Choice Prize last year, I think it was. Um, and yeah, I like it's it's fantastic now to see somebody like Ed Sheeran take her, see the the potential that's there, and bring her to let's face it, a global audience. So this could be an amazing moment for her. We'll wait and see what it sounds like. Uh, the thing about Ed Sheeran is he's a good. Egg. Well, we wait and see what it sounds like. He's a, it's it's actually a remix of uh, the song Two Step D. So uh, they're calling it a remix. Denise mm. Chyla takes a verse in it. Um, and he is always on the lookout for what's new in music. In fairness to Ed Sheeran, he's a huge fan of uh, of pop music in general. And he is known for giving a leg up. When we were mentioning that big concert dates next year, we mentioned Bruce Springsteen. I forgot to mention Justin Bieber's coming to Ireland for you, John. He is, yeah. Uh, is that meant to be a slight? I actually rate Justin Bieber quite quite a it bit. Wasn't. Can you not just take anything at face no, value? No, not from you, Matt. No. <laughs> um, yeah, the Justice World Tour is coming to Ireland for two dates next February. Um, so they will be one of the, the, the tickets of the year. Lots of people will be getting them for Christmas, I'd imagine, and they will be it will be impossible to get into that gig if you don't have tickets. Um, but yeah, he's I think he sold 8 million copies of the last album, Justice, so a lot of people look forward to seeing him. He, he had been due to play here and due to undertake the Justice Tour a couple of years back, but of course COVID happened, so these are sort of um, makey updates. But uh, yeah, I, I'd be in, I would be interested to see uh, what he does on stage. Let's hear a little bit of Ghost. Thinks there's always tomorrow. I need more time, but time can't be borrowed. I'd leave it all behind if I could follow. Since the love is left, is all that I get. I want you to know that if I can't be close to you. Not Ed Sheeran, that's just some beaver. Yeah, it? that's right, Matt. <laughs> walking stick. Uh, you'd hope he's you'd hope he's been looked after in this tour because I think the last tour, the Purpose World Tour, he was just uh, exhausted. He had to cancel the last couple of days, so hopefully uh, he'll be looked after. Dee, what's your pick of the week, please? My pick of the week this week is an album from Soak called "If I Never Knew You Like This." It came out last Friday, um, and it is 
possibly their 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 best album to date in my opinion uh, it's a really 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 gorgeous piece um, they came out as one of those like amazing sort of young hopes uh, way back when like god I remember interviewing them when they were 16 or thereabouts at Longitude uh, back with TXFM um, and they even had their dad with them that's how young they were but a fantastic a fantastic talent um, and this is just a, a beautiful beautiful album and the song that we've chosen for it is Purgatory That's Soak, that's Purgatory mm. from If I Never Know You Like This. So, John, your mm-hmm. pick of the week. My pick of the week this week, Matt, is the uh, 12th studio album and the first in seven years from the mighty Def Leppard. Stop looking at the clock so you can tell me to, to hurry up. <laughs> um, it's called Diamond Star Halos. It's 15 tracks recorded virtually uh, in three different locations. And uh, our friend Alison Krauss is on two songs, Matt. Brilliant. On this record. Def Leppard are her favourite band. Uh, according to Robert Plant he told Joe Elliott that and that's how they got her on the record but the track we're going to play is the first track in the album and the second single taken from it and it's just pure leopard it's called Take What You Want and it's amazing there because I have good news for you John. What's that? We might have something very special with Joe Elliott on the programme for you next week. What do you mean? I won't tempt fate now by saying you're not gonna it replace, it happens. You're not going to replace me with him for this slot are you? Joe, thank you very much Sean Cadell. Is, is he it? ready for being with us? <laughs> the last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.